Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Are you ready to let go of who you think you are? Heart of the heavens, embodying the truth of the stars. So are you ready to let go of who you think you are? It's new moon, bitch. Space cord, space cord. Base cord, space cord. Base cord, space cord. Space cord. We invite you to join us on this voyage of discovery. As we discuss the new moon in Scorpio. Ah, uh, welcome, new moon in Scorpio. Some things: the new moon and the sun are at twenty-three degrees and twenty minutes in Scorpio, or will be, I guess, when the new moon uh, happens. Rachel, what house? Is, do you know what house the moon is in for you right now? I really should look at my chart. We would like to introduce you to a bitch that has Jupiter in Scorpio. Rachel. Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini Rising. It should be my sixth house. I have intercepted houses. So that means mm-hmm. like there's some signs that get swallowed by a house as I understand it. So that's why I'm always like, I think it's this, but I... Yeah, I mean, it's hard to be sure too because the houses don't exactly line up with the signs, of course, you exactly. know, like... Yeah. I just realized after looking at my brother's and my mom's chart that, mm. you know, like my eighth house is like, it spans pretty wide, you know, mm-hmm. it's like pretty big. I would say it's like 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, almost 38 degrees, you know? And then my fourth house is like 20. Yeah. I think you have intercepted houses as well. So, I mean, you have to look at the chart basically. And I, even when I look mm-hmm. at the chart, sometimes it still just looks like, a geo board of rubber bands that are like you know, <laughs> yeah. going all over the place. And I'm like, sure don't know what any of that means. But yeah, <laughs> that that's why do? the degrees are important too. So if it's 23 degrees of Scorpio, it is in my sixth house. Okay. And the sixth house is health, fitness systems, analytical nature, pets, work habits, organization, mm-hmm. sense of usefulness and services given. So how do you feel that that has affected you? Any energy surrounding that in your life right now? Or do you more feel the the pull from the full moon still? Ooh, that's a good question. By the way, full moon did a fucking number on me. Just a short recap. How I had that in What, the dreams? Yeah. When I was like, we had fire that night and I totally called in, like, I want to face the flames. And sure enough, in my dreams, I did. Like, I think I did the work that I wanted, which was just insane. Dude, so nice. Yeah, it was really nice. And I shared it with my housemates. My housemates were in my dream. 
it was super vivid, super intense. Like all of my fears like rose up to the surface. I was so angry. I was definitely crying in my dreams. I like felt all of the emotions that truly exist, but I felt them in the, the unconscious subconscious realm. And it was good because it all played out. And then in conscious world, I got to like rehash it and like really, I think, heal a lot of it or like face a lot of those fears and kind of release them Phoenix style. Okay. A car. And okay, so when you say sixth house is health and what else did you say? Pets? Pets doesn't really mean anything to me. Um, Fitness systems, analytical nature. That would, that sounds like it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Analytical nature. Yeah, yeah. Work habits. I've been trying to ease up on like the lists and the tasks and like timelines because my housemates are really all about if you don't find utter joy in it, don't do it which is Mm -hmm. really hard for me. And I'm coming across this challenge of really understanding my joy and like tapping into the feeling of joy. Because in my mind, cognitively, I'm like, yeah, I get joy of cleaning this because this is clean and I like clean. But like, Mm -hmm. am I joyful in that? I don't know. Like I have so much intellectualized joy that it's hard for me to actually know if that's in my body or not. My brain is so good about being like, that makes you happy. You don't like that. Because we went through this exercise the other day and we took a list of things that we have to do, we must do, or we should do, right? All of these statements that we say and we wrote them down. Like what are the top ones that we kind of dread and we don't want to do? And I was having a really hard time with this list because I feel extremely free. I'm generally not doing anything that I don't want to do because to me that seems ridiculous, you know? So mm-hmm. we're going through this list and I'm not coming up with anything. I'm coming up with really shitty like things and I feel like I'm not doing the exercise right. And then Will and Rain share their lists and I understand like the meaning behind it more. And that's when I started like realizing like, fuck, I might be really out of touch with my feelings, you know, like as much as I feel like, no, I don't do anything that I don't want to do. I think it's also because I've intellectualized it as this is what I want to do. But really it is something that I feel like I have to do. I've just like come to terms and accepted it. And therefore this quote unquote brings me joy. But there's stuff with analyzing, there's stuff with task orientation and time that definitely has been coming up lately. With regards to health, I've definitely felt like taking my mornings a lot easier. Like I'm generally up at like six and I meditate for an hour and then I go walk for an hour, but I haven't been doing the walking. I've like bypassed that partially because of rain, partially I was on my period. And now I've just been in out of habit of the walking. But I want to get back on that train. I really enjoy the morning walk. I feel like my body enjoys it. Movement is important for sure. I guess that's what kind of comes up for me when I think about those things. We would like to introduce you to a bitch that has her moon, Jupiter, Pluto, and the North Node in Scorpio. Julie. Leo Sun. Scorpio Moon. Sagittarius rising. For me, it's in my 11th house, right? Which is groups, friends, uh, social awareness, humanitarianism, technology, hopes and wishes in the future. Yeah, dude, honestly, I don't know. It just feels so run down. I feel like I can't even really think about where I'm I'm feeling the most run down because it's like everywhere. All I want to do is spend time with my friends and all I want to do is build my relationships and ignore the rest of my responsibilities. Mm. So 
I could see that, you know, its effect on me and like hopes and wishes in the future because I'm just like trying to be more present in the now because I am a bit stuck in the future. I'm a bit stuck in like what's going to happen. How is this going to affect me? How is this going to affect my family? What am I supposed to do? You know, blah, blah, blah. So I definitely see that. But what's good about this new moon in Scorpio is that, and what's different about this new moon in Scorpio, at least as long as I've been doing this podcast with you, Mm. is that the other ones have just like had such an emphasis on really complicated energy, not necessarily bad or good or whatever. It's just really complicated stuff, you know? Mm, Tensions. Yeah. And like kind of what I've been, what I've been seeing with or reading about with like aspects and stuff, it's kind of where my research has been this week. Like the square aspect, right, is seen as kind of a more like tension oriented or a more negative one, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of just like how to work with that energy is like Mm. how to get out of that energy, you know, Mm. working with like different conjunctions, Jupiter, Saturn Pluto conjunction that has like Mm. been hitting us it's been fucking rocking us since January right Mm -mm. so especially like these last couple months this new moon is like the third and final time this year that these planets are like conjunct in Capricorn right because I think they like they kind of move out of conjunction and back in and out and back in right you know that conjunction is sextile with the sun and moon conjunction, mm-hmm. right? And those two are actually working really well together. Yeah. You know? So that's what brings, like, this more, like, positive air to this, you know? Or, like, more more of, like, an ease, way less friction, way less tension, more just, like, flowing into it. Of course, there's still tension, there's still friction, which is kind of, like, when we get into, like, the lunar nodes, which we don't really know all that much about, you and I. Right. <laughs> and, We're learning. Um, We're those, learning. We're students. Right. At least, you know, with this one, it's way less complicated, way less exhausting energy, which is really nice because I think we're all pretty fucking tired right about now. Maybe I'm projecting because I'm, my eyes are closed at the moment. But <laughs> maybe we're not tired. Maybe Julie's tired. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I feel like everybody is probably like, I mean, I've, you know, you hear it over and over. I'm ready for 2020 to be over. I'm ready, you know, ready yeah. for, you know. It's been a bit of a doozy, but at least we're mm-hmm. ending the year on some sort of like, okay, like the waters are going to calm a little bit, right? It is. It's good. And I think everyone is exhausted. I think especially after the election, I had like several people. I'm in some groups of, of a lot of people that are very political and or maybe mm-hmm. not even very political, just involved in politics one way, shape or form and just expressing how that whole like drawn out multi-day test of patience and like on edge what will be really exhausted a lot of energy dude well the problem with all of that is that it's not over yet that's the weird thing about it and like Mm -hmm. this is something that i feel like everybody really needs to hear and this is not going to be good news for everybody so i'm sorry Mm -hmm. in advance but Mm -hmm. the electoral college does not vote until december 14th so this shit is not over I don't know anything, you know, I don't know anything beyond, you know, like internally about politics or this election or what's going to happen. But I have this feeling that we're told one thing so everybody can celebrate and then it's going to change. So 
everyone kind of loses their shit, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm worried. I'm worried about people getting sucked into this, like, oh, this is how it is. Thank God. This is how it is. Like, because so many people are very excited about the results, right? Yeah, yeah. And the people are feeling really relieved. And I honestly, I think that everybody just wants to feel relieved so bad that mm. they'll take any opportunity to feel relieved instead of looking into the things. You know, you have to look into the things to figure out if they're real or not. Mm. And no one's really doing that because they're afraid for it to not be real because they're so tired of it not being real yikes you know my heart's kind of so breaking quite a bit i think it's going to be really interesting to see what unfolds because i agree i don't think it's done there's going to be a wave of something if it's not a political uproar then it's definitely going to be a natural disaster uproar or the covid i feel like one of these three doors floodgates (laughs) yeah so November 13th, right? Mercury opposes Mars. Sure. It's, you know, just really, really hectic, really heady, really like stay your ass inside and don't talk to anybody kind of energy. <laughs> For me, like I'm not looking at, I think that's the uh, Friday, the 13th. How appropriate, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really like keep your sanity. It's only one day. Like, we'll figure out what happens on tomorrow <laughs> or like, <laughs> you know, like we'll just you know, learn about it tomorrow. Go within. But, Go within. Right. Oh, yeah. Great time for meditation. I highly suggest if you have like friends that want to meditate, like do like a group meditation, do like self meditation, spend the day in silence, whatever you need to do to really like boost your spiritual grounding as much as possible. Yeah. Go to the nature, be in the nature, but like backyard nature, not necessarily yeah. nature. Yeah. Right. Like take your shoes off and put them in some dirt. So on the 14th, we have, we have good news, right? We got the new moon sextile mm-hmm. Jupiter and a sextile, right? Just for anybody who doesn't know, cause I didn't know nope. is like a um, quote unquote friendly and flirty aspect between signs that are 60 degrees apart. Okay. So okay. this usually occurs between fire and air signs or earth and water signs. Um, it's, but it's not very action oriented. So it's not going to bring the energy needed for a major shift. So it's not like a lot of drama. It's just like really like it's a lot easier, a lot smoother energy. Yeah. So that's that's really nice because we kind of, oh God, it's kind of nice to just take a break and like relish and like, oh, this is so beautiful. This is so simple, you know, and Jupiter rules prosperity and good fortune. Okay. So we know new moons, right, are really good for starting new things. We got rid of all the shit that we didn't need with the the old moon. Oh my God, with the full moon. the elderly moon also side note don't think that just because this is a new moon that you still can't purge it's still a good time to purge you can always, always purge, good to purge okay yep purge always good seven. to purge so this new moon sextile jupiter right this is going to build confidence optimism success um it'll amplify growth and like you said abundance of jupiter which is really good it's all prosperity and good fortune everybody is this is you know building goodwill and and good time to to express generosity with one another gratitude the only way to maintain abundance in your life is to express gratitude for that abundance you Mm. get what you focus on okay Mm. if you're like oh my life sucks so bad you are not going to experience this beautiful sextile okay Mm. gratitude and everything even if your life is truly shit let's stop thinking about the things that we lack and focus for this moment on the things that we have Mm. Um, so we can maintain them you'll probably experience some lucky breaks good time to set new goals and to start new projects opportunities for mental and spiritual growth can come through business finance travel education mm. and the law um, yeah. or court maybe issues. like more this, moralistic right what more, more what moral 
morals. Yeah. Like when I think of law <laughs> in my mind, it's like, you know, what are my values? What are the morals? Like what are, what are the yeah. things that I have in place? The uncompromisables, the, the boundaries, mm-hmm. these kinds of things. Yes, I agree with you. Um, with this being prosperity and good fortune, this also could mean uh, an increase in wealth, an increase in happiness. Um, if you do the work that it takes, if you focus on the happiness, if you focus on the abundance, mm-hmm. you will experience these things. This new moon is also sextile Pluto, which is a transformation mm. and power. This is like the rebirth, which is the ruler of Scorpio, right? Or Scorp- yes. Scorpio is a ruler of Pluto. Uh, Pluto I don't know is who the ruler of Scorpio. Yeah. Which could bring up this more compulsive desire to achieve goals and to mm. improve your life. You know, mm-hmm. this kind of energy, the sextile between the new moon and Pluto, remember the 60 degrees, right? Uh, yeah. So you... another thing with the 60 degrees for people to note is like, that means two signs. So okay. that means Pluto is in maybe Capricorn because the yes. new moon is in Scorpio. So Scorpio, Sagittarius, mm-hmm. Capricorn. So 60 degrees right. goes either way. So it could technically mm-hmm. also be in Virgo. It would be a sextile, but the sextile is 60 degrees, two signs, and it's a, a fluid, like flowy aspect. Like it's, it's chill. It's good. It's like supportive, you know, as opposed to like mm-hmm. tensions, like squares and oppositions. Yes. We're Thank getting you, prepared for cosmic cooking, you know? So there yeah, we go. <laughs> yeah. More than two, less than four. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. So, there it um, is. <laughs> this means that it's also sextile Saturn, right? Which is ruled by Capricorn, right? Which is uh, limitations and practicality. So yes, what I, I think so. this means, if we're having like abundance and limitations of practicality. Maybe this is like seeing and accepting your limitations and using them or using your practicality to make your limitations work for you. The most important thing about knowing and understanding your limitations mm-hmm. is not to just allow them to be limitations and put yourself in a box, but it's to use them to your advantage. Maybe you can take these limitations and you can use them to help you grow spiritually or, you know, physically, or if I don't want to be around people so much, I know that I don't want to be around people so much. I'm not going to force myself to be around people because that's a practical thing to do. Instead, I'm going to take that time, be by myself and do the work I can do when I'm by myself. I can only do when I'm by myself. Like, this is my box. This is my limit. I can't go outside that, Mm -hmm. you know, but like, what can I do inside of it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every setback is an opportunity to grow if you look at it correctly, if you look Mm -hmm. at it as an opportunity to grow. So that's all up to you, you know, and the work that you want to do. There's also Jupiter is conjunct Pluto, right? And of course, Mm. we've been talking about that. So this is when things are conjunct, the power of the signs is like amplified, Mm. right? Which is why the Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto conjunction was so serious and so heavy. Because we're dealing with, exactly. Yep. So, <laughs> so we've got prosperity, limitations, and good fortune, and transformation, mm. and power all working together with this like really like crazy fucking soup. You know, this is a really good time to just harness all of that energy and all of that power while it's in good standing with the moon mm. and the sun, while mm. it's in good standing with the ruler of transformation and rebirth mm. to really transform and rebirth yourself. We as people are absolutely limitless. We set our own limits on ourselves. All we are and all our thoughts are and all our internal voices is other people's opinions. So figure out what your internal opinion is. Figure out what source is telling you. Figure out who you are, who your higher self is, and be that. 
be that person, be that bitch, you know? Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is like when you clean out your closet, when you clean your room, when you get rid, and that's like a kind of, I don't know if it's coined or not, but Jordan Peterson, um, I don't know if anybody ever listens to him, but he's a, he's a psychologist. I really like his uh, talks because even if you disagree with a lot of the stuff he says, which is fine, you're, you can't agree with everybody 100% of the time, that's fine. Right. But he has a very practical way of looking at things, a very realistic way of looking at things. And he has this saying where he says, clean your room. You can't make it change in the world unless you clean your house first control Mm -hmm. what you can control first Mm -hmm. and then go out and try to save the world you can't go try to change legislation and change people's lives if your house is not in order if you're because if your house is on order then your mind is on order Mm because as within so without i was above so below right Mm -hmm. we are we are the microcosm of the macrocosm clean the microcosm you clean the macrocosm you clean your house you get rid of old shit you do the purge you make room for new shit whether you feel like you're doing something for the greater good or not you are your energy mm. is contagious. Whether it's mm. good or bad, it is contagious. Yeah. You know, take care of your business, do your purges, out with the old, in with the new. This will ensure a little bit more that the greater collective is on the same page as you. Yeah. You know, we all have a part to play. We all have a responsibility. Like everybody's life and everybody's future is everybody's responsibility. So do mm. what you can, and that's what you can do is take care of you. And I think with that idea of out with the old in with the new the new moon seeds intentions you know really Mm -hmm. harness some of that scorpionic energy which is pluto which is power which is transformation really get into that inner voice of what you would like to have die you know die before you die that's a sufi proverb plant the seeds and then do the work they will prosper. Absolutely. So important. And it's not always easy, but that's why, you know, it's good to have uh, like-minded people around you. Mm. Notice I didn't say echo chamber. You definitely want, you know, people to keep right. you in check and people yes. with differing opinions, but you do want to be, you want to surround yourself with people that also have the intention of growing yes. and with helping you grow. You want to have a team, not people Support. that are against you, but a yeah. team. Yes. People yeah. that want to see you grow, want to help lift you up so you can help lift them up. It's like this this constant lift somebody out of the hole so they can pull you out of the hole when they're up. You know, always, always, always growing together, shifting, growing together. This is a good time for financial investments and financial transactions. So, you know, whatever that means to you. So the sun and moon, right, is in good configuration with Neptune, which is in Pisces, which is all about, I think Neptune deals with dreams and hopes and projects, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the question is, is what is your ideal situation? So again, with the connection with spiritual development, right? Mm. Connect with your soul, build resilience. That's the thing, build resilience. I think as a people, this is something that kind of came to me the other day, right? As a people, we all want our lives to be happier. We want our lives to be easier. But the thing that we need to understand is that life is not easy for anybody. And when you do, you know, when your only goal is to make your life happier and make your life easier, ease and happiness is subjective. So what makes you happy and what makes life easy for you could be possibly making life worse for somebody else. Because there's an equal opposite reaction, right? Mm. So let's just say, for example, like what makes me happier and what makes life easier for me is the ability to con- to uh, uh, for consumption of goods, right? My mm. ability to shop freely whenever I want to. I want to shop on Amazon. I want to do whatever I want to do. I want to buy all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That might make my life easier and make my make me happy, mm. but am I making migrant Chinese workers' life much harder and miserable? (laughs) 
<laughs> probably you know what I'm saying like everything like your biggest effect on people is on people that you will never know and never meet mm. you will have an effect on the people that you do know and you do meet and that you interact with day to day yes and you will see those effects but your biggest effect on people in my opinion is going to be on the people you will you don't even know exist mm. right it's like the butterfly effect right well I think this is so long as you're that far removed from source this is I think a testament of as close to source as you can get for all of the things that you quote unquote need that will then be a testament of your effect on people and how far or distant they are from your circle of knowingness. You know, so for example, if I am making a pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving and I get my pumpkin from my neighbor versus I order my pumpkin on Amazon, I'm sure people are still ordering <laughs> food on Amazon. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you know where your stuff is coming from? If you don't know, then yeah, who knows the impact That's a great point. of like where or how many hands this goes through. I think I'm optimistic that this is a lot of what's happening this year where we're being asked, like, where's your shit coming from? Not only on the yeah. material front, but then also on an energetic and spiritual front. When you talk about going within, checking in with your soul, this entire pandemic has forced people to start to evaluate and look at that. For the first time in a mm -hmm. long time, everyone was put up against this mirror of look at your fucking choices. And it gets very personal. I went to, where did I go today? I was running errands and it was like 7-Eleven, all of the Arizona iced tea. Like there were signs everywhere. I don't even drink Arizona iced tea, but there were signs everywhere that like because of the pandemic, they are out of stock. You know, like I know at the beginning of like phase one COVID, like everyone went for the mad rush and shit was like out of stock. But I think that was because of greed and panic. I don't think that was actually because Arizona ran out of iced tea. Like I think now we're starting to see some of the economic effects oh, yeah. of this entire pandemic. And like these things that are not on the shelf, I think is a direct result of like what is to come. I think more and more mm -hmm. there's going to be less things on the shelf. And it's not because Rachel grabbed 20, 50 packs of toilet paper. It's because there's just no more resources or finances or whatever it is for toilet paper. You know, so so now yeah, like, so many companies you know, are going out of business because of this, and like you know, yeah. you no longer have like economic funding. Like, what right? can you do? Oh yeah, I mean, we so, are like, we're at the beginnings of seeing. I think again, like what this really really means. I mean, and then you throw the political situation on top of it, but. You know, more or less what I was getting at is I think we are getting closer to source and I think we're getting closer to mm -hmm. sourcing smaller communities, you know, these massive mass scale farms. Like I was volunteering on a farm here in Mountain View trying to get connected to the community. I think moving forward, like this is not sustainable. This is not the system mm -hmm. that is going to thrive in the next chapters that we're writing as a species. Any kind of gift economy shit, I'm starting to spearhead that shit. Like that's a lot of the seeds that I'm planting this I love that. Scorpio new moon. Be as close to the source as you can. The source within Absolutely. and then the source of whatever else you're doing. I think that's a great point, dude. That is That was a really great point. Thank you for saying that. This is an epiphany Absolutely. that I had is instead of focusing so much on my own personal happiness and my own ease of life or, or those directly surrounding me, I feel that as a people, we should be more concerned with equipping ourselves with the tools to be resilient to mm. the difficulties of life. I feel like we're really going to notice that the things that heavily separate us right now are not going to separate us for long. Nah. Like when they're not going to be important to us very long. So it's a strong need to assess situations in your life uh, in a clear and concrete manner in terms of what needs to be confronted or abandoned, you know? 
or, yeah. and, or abandoned. I think one thing that I had read in with regards to like law and morality, it's kind of like I'm imagining like the two guys on the shoulder and don't get me wrong. I love a good devil on the shoulder and I love listening to the <laughs> devil on the shoulder. But this is a mm-hmm. time when if you're going to kind of follow that deceptive, you know, it's not right or good for you or others, but you're going to do it because the short term gain is going to be something that's like shiny. It's mm-hmm. not worth it because that will likely follow with like disappointment, misfortune, potentially even worse things to come. So I think totally. I think that's something to be aware of. Like whatever is kind of presenting itself as this like your intuition is saying no, but it's like shiny and like, ooh, be very aware of your intuition and follow that. And if it is leaning towards probably shouldn't, definitely don't. Mm-hmm. Definitely that. So not a good time to make quick, hasty, secretive decisions. I mean, I think yeah. it's important anyway at any point of the year, at any point in astrology to always be considering the short term and the long term of your decisions. Because mm. every at every moment in life, you are, you are given the opportunity to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Even when you think there's no, there's no time, there is a time to make a decision there. So mm-hmm. everything you do, it's important to think about how will this affect me? How will this affect the people I love? Right. So we got act in love with Venus and Libra and we got defend yourself with Mars and Aries, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Act in love, defend yourself, act in love, defend yourself. You can do those two things at the same time. You can okay. defend yourself with love. You can defend yourself with love. I'll say it one more time. You can mm-hmm. defend yourself with love. You don't have to be brash. You don't have to be rude. If you do things with the intention of love, you will not do the wrong thing. If you do things with the closeness of source and the source on the heart, you cannot do the wrong thing when you are connected mm-hmm. to source. Do mm-hmm. everything you can out of love. You will not make the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. The South Lunar Node, right, is uh, what to get away from. And the North Lunar Node is kind of what to gravitate towards, right? Kind of like hinting mm-hmm. at. Okay, so South Lunar Node is in Sagittarius, right? Mm. Uh, which is kind of linked to Jupiter energy, which is opportunism, desire, success, and failure. So questioning who we are and what we can do with what we are. Mm. You can't pretend anymore. Who we think we are is very different from who we actually are. Mm. Who we think we are is just, like I was saying earlier, a compilation of what other people tell us we are throughout our lives. That's who we think we are. But what we actually are is bits and pieces of source. Mm-hmm. And that has nothing to do with other people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we yep. need to gravitate away from who we think we are and gravitate more towards who we are. And the way we get there is understanding the lunar node in Gemini or the North lunar node in Gemini, which rules communication. The simplest situation is probably the best one. Trust mm-hmm. yourself, learn to listen to your intuition and to your instincts and to source. Mm-hmm. So you can gravitate towards the source that is you, you that is the source, whatever you want to see that as. Yeah. Are you ready to let go of who you think you are? Ooh, that is so hard. <laughs> Bitch, I've got a song. So I've got a song for that. I want, um, can you sing it to me? Can you sing it to maybe me? Maybe I can and play I'll it for you. Hold on. Uh-huh. Are you ready to let go of who you think let you it come are? Through. Are you ready to let go of who you think you are? Heart of the heavens, embodying the truth of the stars. So are you ready to let go of who you think you are? Super good. Strong, strong, strong. And that just solidified that for me, to be mm-hmm. honest. <laughs> Time to let it go, bitches. Time to let it go. I'm bitches. It's me. I'm talking to myself. 
bitches. So we all bitches. <laughs> Beautiful, intelligent, talented, charming, honorable. That is what bitch is about. Space Court. Space Court. We would like to thank Sarah for sharing her voice and her song. We love you, bitch. Inspired by our natal chart and sinistry readings of Britney Spears, Space Court will now utilize Britney's Gimme More in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents.